tell you who's doing sneakers the best in the game right now. That's New Balance. The two-way V4, featuring this groundbreaking use of technology with fresh foam. It's called Fuel Cell, creating this combination that we love of rebound and cushioning. Fresh Foam offers unparalleled cushioning for maximum comfort your entire game from start to finish. The upper construction features this lightweight textile that reduces weight, which we all need, I know I do, while remaining supportive and breathable. Hard to find that combo. The two-way V4 gives you the tools that you need to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way V4 at newbalance.com. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. I know that we normally try to make jokes here. Uh, but sometimes you got to cover a subject that no matter how much I try, I find humor in it. And you're like, I can't find zero humor in this. We got to talk about Lonzo Ball. Uh, This thing is out of control. It's just so sad. First of all, Lonzo's not only a great player, but the Bulls haven't really recovered since he went down last season. I think they were number one in the East at one point, but he's also a good dude. He's a really good dude, beloved by his teammates. The Ball brothers are, by every account that I've heard of, totally good guys. How good was he with the Bulls? When the Bulls, when, when the Bulls were playing with Lonzo Ball, they were the number one seed in the East. He was shooting 42% from three. And even more important, the Bulls allowed 8.6 euro points per game when compared to when he was off the court. That was top 4% in the entire NBA. Defense never recovered since he left. So, I don't know if that makes the Lonzo Ball injury update more painful to hear, but it certainly, if you're the Bulls, doesn't make it any less painful. So they, officially, the Bulls, shut down Lonzo Ball for the season last week. Yeah, I don't think you're shocked. I'm not shocked. But it's it's kind of scary, considering that we didn't see him play most of last year. Now we haven't seen him play this year. And it's pretty jarring to hear when the reason came out behind it. It's probably even more difficult to process. So just to recap the timeline, because it's weird and complicated, and it took a while. January 14th, Lonzo Ball tore his meniscus. Pretty simple. Pretty normal injury that we've seen in the NBA. Goes under the knife. Goes and gets arthroscopic surgery right after. Misses the rest of the season, which... You could say some people do come back from meniscus tears with surgery. Some people don't. Not cause for concern yet. The timeline from being able to play following surgery sometimes can range from four to six months. So, okay. The dark clouds then begin to form. Eight months later, 
In September, Lonzo then has a second surgery. On the same knee, on the same tear. The Bulls said it would just be a few months, just a cleanup, which is obviously a lie. Uh, and they were looking at a January 2023 return date. But then January 28th came, and Billy Donovan let it slip that Lonzo Ball was nowhere near returning to the court. And in fact, it actually became known that Lonzo Ball was still in pain and wasn't even able to run yet. Wow. The Bulls released this statement. Despite making significant increases in strength and function over the past several months, Bulls guard Lonzo Ball continues to experience performance-limiting discomfort during participation in high-level basketball activities. Considering the time required to achieve the necessary level of fitness to return to play in the current stage of the NBA season, Ball will not return this season. The focus for him will be to continue to be on the resolution of his discomfort and a full return for the 2023-2024 season. So what's wrong? According to his dad, LeVar Ball, Lonzo has, quote, debris and a nerve. What's that mean? I don't actually know what that means. Is that like when you get dust in your eye? Because that stuff's really painful. Is that like the, the expanded dust in the eye scenario? The issue apparently is even more complicated because Tristan Thompson went on ESPN and reported that doctors have told Lonzo Ball that this is a unique injury that they have never seen before. So it was not just a meniscus tear. So when you apply unique to anything bad, it's always worse. It's never good to be like, this is such an interesting case. I've never seen this before. You have such a unique injury. No, those are things you do not want to hear. That means things are bad because they don't know how to fix you. If they've never seen something before, they don't know how to fix it. Let's be honest. Doctors are just like us. They're just people. They've never encountered this. They're probably not going to be able to help out. The latest is that Lonzo plans on receiving a, this is normal, platelet-rich plasma injection into the left knee. Kobe used to get that done in Germany all the time. They do it here now in the United States. Very painful, but also very helpful. Uh, he's going to put that in his left knee to minimize the pain that he's experiencing from a pair of operations that he had in 2022. Good news, he's already had those. <laughs> Bad news, he's already had those. Like, he's that's he knows the pain, but he's already had PRP in that same knee in 2018. I want to see Lonzo Ball back. He is so good. He was hitting his stride. He was finding his way. He was a real NBA player after all of the noise and smoke around the UCLA to Lakers sort of transition and the LeVar Ball drama. Medicine has made such incredible strides, right? Gray Godin, the former number one pick in the draft, his career was ended by microfractures, right? Which now in today's game, he would probably still be playing if those microfractures happened today because, as opposed to 15 years ago, because the microfracture surgery Odin had was basically discarded because it was trash for better techniques after he had those. So the fact that this revolution in medicine can't seem to figure out how to help Lonzo Ball is pretty heartbreaking. And all we can do is hope the recovery goes well and when the season starts he's there but it's an update that I've been trying to give to the people and we just haven't had time to get to it but now you know hopefully Lonzo Ball gets out there and is running the show in Chicago because man they do they need him 
Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. All right, here's a question from someone in my DMs, and I wanted to address it because I think it's fun. What players have coasted the longest on their potential? So I'm talking about players that everyone thought would break through and never did, right? Not guys that you thought would be pretty good and then they never were. Guys who had the talent to be stars but never ended up fulfilling that promise. I have three players on my list. Frank Nilakina. Frank Nilakina, man. Remember when New York Knicks drafted him? Everybody thought he was going to just be this breakthrough talent. That, that his shot would start to fall. He would figure it out. No, never happened. Never happened despite four years as a New York Knicks. Remember they put him on Trey Young? That's probably the most famous he'll ever be. He shot 39% for his career. He currently gets like 10 minutes a game in Dallas. His shot has not been fixed. He is currently still shooting 38% in Dallas. <laughs> Number two, Mo Bamba. Everybody thought Mo Bamba was going to be electric. Magic spent four and a half years waiting on Mo Bamba. They were like, well, he'll figure it out, guys. He'll figure it out. He's, he's a stretch big man. He can shoot the three. He's long. He's athletic. He has good personality, and you know what? He never did. A guy everybody everybody thought had the skills necessary to be a star, and no, he did not. We only got a song from it. That's it. That's all we have. And I don't even think he was drafted when the song came out, so the song could have just came and went. The Magic shipped him out for a bag of chips to the Lakers at this year's trade deadline, as we know. Number two is Mo Bamba. Number three, oh, this one's close to home. This one's so close to home. <sighs> Zach Collins from Gonzaga, 10th in the overall draft from the Portland Trailblazers. You know the the Blazers, we've talked about this a million times, but I'll say it again. You know the Blazers moved up to get him at 10? You know they actually had two first-round draft picks, and they packaged them to get Zach Collins? The worst part about that, though, Zach Collins is like, okay, he's an okay player. He's never going to be a star. Obviously, he was reached for in the draft. That's fine. But the worst part about Zach Collins existing on the Portland Trailblazers is that the Blazers passed on stars, elite players for Zach Collins. Let's talk about him. Donovan Mitchell. I mean, the list could just end there, and that would be that, but it doesn't. Bam Adebayo could end there. It does not. John Collins. Jared Allen. Kyle Kuzma. OG Ananobi all went after Zach Collins. You could have just kept your first-round picks and got two of those guys. That hurts. Also receiving votes from me is James Wiseman, of course. James Wiseman's been coasting for the Warriors on potential pretty much alone. Dante Exum. Dante Exum in the Adidas Nations, they thought when he was 16 years old, he was going to be the next superstar. He was seen as the best 16 or under kid 
in the world from Australia. And he's just nobody. Bismack Biombo, who's seen as like a real talent. Taylor Horton Tucker. Romeo Langford. Nikhil Alexander-Walker. And that's it. You can only live for so long on potential, but some of these guys are probably going to get an NBA pension and will magically figure things out when they never will. That's all the time that we have for the Heat Check. Check back Tuesday for an all-new full episode. Do not forget to watch the feed, and please follow the Heat Check as the season heads towards the playoffs. And follow us on social at, at This Heat Chick and at Trista Crick because the Heat Check never sleeps.